Last time on Crits and Grits, new IP. Our heroes were subjected to a puppet show about the history of the world, and afterwards went to the Quivering Tendy, a chain chicken tender restaurant and guild hall. It was there that Ganja and Jenkins gave a master class in toxic masculinity, while Nana and Bennett got their first quest and gained a desperate companion by the name of Anne. Jenkins bested Bennett in a carnival game and won a bow called the Burn Notice. We now rejoin our heroes on their quest to find a lost cat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crits and Grits New IP. It's me, your Dungeon Master, Gary, here. And with us tonight are, uh, we're going to start with Abby. No, we're not. No, we are. Uh, okay, I, I, I guess we're not. Abby needs no introduction. It, it's like she doesn't love us anymore. Abby, Abby she might be muted. Abby, have yeah. the cats taken over for you? Oh, have. I was muted! <laughs> I was, like, talking this whole time and responding and it lined up perfectly. We're two for two. <laughs> You're gonna, like, are you muted? I bet she's muted. This no, but, like... like might be muted. And then, hey, Abby, are you muted? I was muted the whole time! <laughs> well, no, what was funny is I was talking, and then somebody else would talk, and it sounded like you were responding to exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah, I'm Abby. Um, Nana. The end. Yeah, none of that's getting <laughs> cut, by the way. No. Next up, we... uh, no, it's not getting cut, sorry. Uh, next up, we have Alex. Hey, it's your boy. It's oh, the God. unproblematic CEO Ganja. I don't got much of a thing to tell you this week. It's just I'm toxic masculine in a robot form. Hey. And you got a robot filter slapped over your voice. You can't hear hey. it. Beep, bop, boop. I'm a robot man. God damn it. I feel like I feel like Ganja developed a lot of personality traits while I was gone. <laughs> Ganja, Ganja kind of became uh, like Gary from the Adventure Zone. <laughs> it's oh me, no, Ganja. copyright coming in. Uh, but yes, you missed that, uh, Drew. Last week we discovered that um, on the one end of the uh, is Jenkins, and on the other end is uh, Ganja, who I'd originally made to not be uh, the personification of toxic masculinity in the workplace. And then I thought, that's a fantastically terrible character. I see. Okay. And decided to go with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now it's something that we get to... Uh, we get a lot of, get a lot of toxicity in this party. We got trading card game players. We got toxic gatekeeping nerds. We got toxic workplace. We got toxic grandma. <laughs> with that, we have our toxic trading card player, Deebs. It's me. It's your boy. Um, I'm playing Byron Bickler, uh, trading card game aficionado. And last but not least, we have Jeff. It's me, Jeff. Uh, I play Bennett. He's a handyman. He fixes things for people. And and not anything else that could be misconstrued as fixing things. And yep. sadly, this week... Oh, oh, go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> no, nope. it's going to be... Yep, yep. That's it. <laughs> Definitely yep. nothing else. And sadly, this week we're missing Andrew, but uh, hopefully the crew shall all be reunited next week. Yes, hope. So you're all outside of the archery area. Jenkins is probably, like, dicking around with this new bow, and 
Byron emerges from the inn and uh, greets you all. Can we say that I have been finding my familiar this entire time? And we won't make any kind of masturbation jokes, will we? <laughs> You've probably probably just been sitting in the inn finding your familiar. Yep. Moving yeah. on. To in bird. the corner. It's a bird. We're moving on. Staring at people. <laughs> it's a crow. And it yeah, it's a storm crow. That's good value. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so uh you've taken part in the archery contest. And uh, there are several other attractions at this theme park, but you're looking for a orange cat with one blue eye and one green eye. Uh, the attractions at this park are Knifeer Rapids, Flight of the Rock, Astral Plane Adventures, Hall of Heroes, Hall of Mirrors, the Ferris Wheel, the Shooting Gallery, which you're currently at, the Food Stalls, a giant orb in the center of the park that has raised edges around it, sort of like a basketball, but... It's gold and totally not silver like that one in the uh, park that's going to sue us if I name drop. And uh, one more that I forgot to mention in the last episode, the Haunted Manor. The, the Haunted Manor? Yes. Spooky. Sounds like some shenanigans could go down. <laughs> so you're welcome to split the party or do whatever you want to look for this cat. Splitting the party sounds wonderfully chaotic. It I'm does. Uh, Byron wants to go to the Astral Plane Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where where does everyone else want to go? He went to the shooting gallery. Uh, Byron's going to the Astral Plane Adventures? Yeah. Dang it. I think Nana's uh, just going to follow Bennett and be like, you know, grandma, grandkid at the, you know, amusement park time. Let's, uh, Bennett's always down for a good scare. He wants to go to the Haunted Mansion. All right. Uh, The Haunted Manor? I'm not trying to get sued here. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. My bad. bad. The the haunted house that rich people live in. There. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Nana will go with him. And Anna is, or Anne, Anne, Anna, whatever you want to call her, to make it not confusing with Nana, uh, just kind of clings to Nana's ankle. Oh, You're not going to leave me, right? I mean, I'm just kind of following, you know, Benny here. It's been a long time since I've gotten to take one of my grandkids to an amusement park, you know, back where I'm from. Well, you don't want to hear look, about it. it but... if, if it'll get me into the Adventurers Guild, I will be your granddaughter. Well, we got to find this fucking cat. How about you, like, look around for that? It's a good start. And she stands straight up at attention. Yeah. Um. What? I got an idea. Why don't you go find some like tuna or something, and we'll meet you at the haunted place wherever we're going. Or some string. Just go find some string. She uh, <laughs> she's she starts tearing at her rope to peel <laughs> some string mm. off. You're a little psycho, ain't you? Yeah, you Not in the slightest. All right. Look, well, this creative, my chance at a good magic school. Yeah, but you could have just gone somewhere and asked for, like, a streamer or something. This you know, took three seconds. Okay. Well, just drag that behind you and keep an eye out for the cat. And we'll go look in the haunted place. Uh, cats like to hide and stuff when there's too many people, right? She nods. Yeah. 
Okay, there's your plan. You just keep an eye out behind you, just drag it behind you, and let's go. We're wasting and time she's, here. She's dragging the string behind her. Ganja, what are you doing? Ganja to the hall of... He's going to go there so he can say, look at these fucking mooks in here. These guys, they couldn't they couldn't sell hot dogs on 31st Street. There's some bullshit in here. This guy's a fucking loser. This guy's a fucking loser. Just He's just going to go in there so he can insult these... What he's pretty sure is going to be... All right, so Byron... Byron, mm-hmm. we're going to start with you at the Astral Plane Adventures. What could go wrong? By myself. <laughs> Famous As you walk up to the Astral Plane Adventures, you see, like, medical staff running into the ride, and the ride has been stopped. And then uh, you're in line, and there's a height requirement. But oddly, it's mm-hmm. for... There's, like, a height limit. You can't be above a certain height to ride this ride. Oh, okay. Uh, what is the requirement? <clears throat> uh, you can't be above six five. Oh, okay. I'm well within that, I think. All right. So, uh, the the line starts to move again, and uh, you get strapped into the seat, and uh, one of the attendants is just like going around checking people, and you see a halfling sitting in a seat next to a, uh, they appear human. Hmm. And it, uh, I want you to roll a perception check for me. Can do that. Ooh, that's a gentleman's three. You don't know what the hell is going on with the halfling and the person that appears human. And, uh, a muffled voice comes on and says, Oh, yes, please make sure you keep all limbs within the uh, cart as the ride continues. And the coaster just launches off through this dark area. There's <laughs> twists and turns. Uh, you can't see anything. Huh. And it, it's just this wild roller coaster. And you hear the halfling kind of say, oh, shit. And then uh, suddenly you just feel something warm splash across your face. Oh God! Um, I will. Uh, I'm so I'm I'm holding on to Value City, my my familiar, and I'll just kind of use him to like wipe wipe whatever fluid this is off of my face. Um, and then can I make like a little bit of light with prestidigitation? I sure go for it. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll make a instantaneous sensory effect, like a uh, like a shower of sparks, and uh, try to see what's happening. Uh, you see a bunch of iron bars like that are holding everything in place, but most notably on your face and clothing, you see streaks of red, and everything smells like iron. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, uh, tap the guy next to him and, like, yell in his ear and, like, are you okay? Someone hurt? Are you tapping the, uh, the halfling? Okay, so, when you tap the halfling, the halfling's freaking out, but when you tap the guy next to him, you notice he is much larger than he was when, uh, he got on the ride. Hmm. Okay. And as... Like this roller coaster is twisting and turning and everything's going crazy. You see like little 
uh, dots of light on the ceiling and all around the place. And it's simulating, like, the effect of you traveling into the astral plane. But you know that this is not what it's like to travel into the astral plane. Because you've traveled there before. (laughs) And with this, we're going to hop over to uh, Nana and Bennett. Over at... uh... Quick question. What the fuck was the name of your bird again? Value City. Yeah, I thought that's what I heard. (laughs) I just didn't want that to get, like, you know, just glanced over. It's good. One of them, one of them uh, inside jokes, I guess. For people, people who are true coinosaurs of uh, trading card games. I hate you. I know. I gave up the game a long time ago. <laughs> yes. It's good. It's probably good. I, I sold all my cards. I sold every single one. It hasn't gotten better. All right, so we're hopping over to Nana and Bennett over at uh. Or Nana Bennett and Anne over at the Haunted Manor. And Anne's, like, dragging the string, looking behind her. No bites yet. All right, well, keep checking. Nana's gonna lean over to Bennett and just kind of say real quiet so Anne doesn't hear. Uh, we could probably just find some kind of uses for her like that. Um, didn't somebody get some, like, shrimp or something? We could probably just, like, rub it on her. See if that does anything. I don't remember who grabbed the shrimp. I don't either. I'm betting it was uh, Jenkins. Bennett, oh, Bennett, Bennett, you were the one that grabbed the shrimp. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I pull out, I don't know, pocket shrimp or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> like pocket bacon? Uh, pocket shrimp? What? <laughs> you missed a lot. I missed so I, much. This is the closest that I can get to shrimp anymore. All right, let me live this. <laughs> and... Like you, you see, Anne is trying to pay attention to what you're saying, but none of it is clicking as she rolled a two on her perception check, <laughs> and she's just like nodding, like she's part of the conversation, but she she doesn't hear anything. Is she giving us the uh huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. you don't know at all. What I, <laughs> I can change the topic, right? Pretty much. Um. So Bennett is not at all looking for this cat. Um, he is trying to see wherever <laughs> this haunted uh, estate is. Yes, the haunted estate. Let's call it yes. that. <laughs> and yeah, that's uh, all he's looking for. You you see a short line for the haunted estate. Well, it looks gigantic to me now. <laughs> I was about to say, is that a joke? Because he's a halfling. <laughs> no, but it should have been. The worst part is whenever I like imagine Bennett when I'm in the mind of this character, I constantly think he's like six six again, and that Nana should be smaller. So every time I am imagining Bennett turning to look at Nana, he's always like, "Oh shit, you're up there now." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nana uh, was short in her previous life. Very short. I'm essentially turning and looking straight at your knees, and I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Just my theater of the mind that I'm enjoying. Uh, yeah, but I, I want to actively look around uh, for this place, if possible. I don't know. Uh, you see a large estate. Oh, right. You said there was a line. Sorry. Yeah, yeah there's a short line for it. 
and you see people getting into what looks like boats to go through this water track. Like these boats are on a track. Um, I I'm do I see that these people are giving like tickets or anything? Uh, there's no ticket. They're getting on this. Uh, every, oh, good. Everything seems to be free here. Okay, all right. Except for yeah. the food, which is like expensive. Food's free if you can find money in other people's <laughs> pockets. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Nana's gonna just get in line and kind of like nudge Bennett, like, "Yeah, you got the shrimp. Like, do the thing." Uh, yeah. Bennett passes that over to her, uh, and then gives her some. Uh, all right. So what you want to do is. Like cats like to, they like to get their eyes on things, not necessarily keep them on things. So, so try like going around some corners, try uh, going going all over the place. That that might work out. This might take a while. So, you you look out here. We're gonna look in there, and then we'll we'll catch up when we get back. Does that sound good? And Anne says, "I have an idea." And she ties one of the shrimp to the uh, string, and she starts spinning it. Great. That way, if I go in with the two of you, we might be able to find the cat faster. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got the inside covered, and also, I... Do not hit me with that. I do not want to smell like shrimp all day. No, no, I'm I'm pretty certain that if you you stay out here and... You try looking around, and we go inside. No, no, we'll no! You, you two are my ticket into the guild. Okay, so, but here's the thing: um, there's one entrance and one exit. Where do you think we're gonna go? We're gonna go in there. We're gonna look do around. Do you know how many adventurers adventurers have promised me that we would complete a quest together and then left me? Nope, nope, well, nope. Now I'm. I feel like I feel like that speaks more about you than your success as an adventurer. Anna just sighs and lights up a cigarette that she magically has. <laughs> <laughs> and while you're waiting in line, uh, Nana, you see a familiar person strolling through the theme park in the direction of the Astral Plane Adventures. You see a little five-foot blonde uh, is he a man? Is he a child? You don't know. He's got one of those faces in a black suit carrying a scythe. But no one else seems to see him other than you and Bennett. I'm going to kind of like wave a little bit. I'm not going to yell above everybody, but just see if I can get his attention as like a seven foot four Goliath waving into a crowd. I want the two of you to also roll a perception check. All right. Perception. All right. Ah, oh, thanks, D&D Beyond. That's a whopping eight. Woo! Well, that's an 18 with my plus two. <laughs> yeah, I lift Bennett up onto my shoulders. No, I don't, but... <laughs> so, Bennett, you notice that Anne looks in Eddie's direction and then looks away? Like, directly looks at Eddie and then looks away. It, it's more of a subconscious, like, she sees him and then looks away. Is this subconscious part the looking away? The subconscious part is the registering him. Okay, okay. This isn't like Harry Potter muggles look at magic stuff and their eyes just kind of drift away and notice other things instead. This isn't that. No, it's not that. All right, gotcha. Cool, gotcha. Oh man, where's he going? He promised me some items. Are, are you trying to flag him down? 
Yeah, I waved a little bit, kind of like half-heartedly, but just seeing if Eddie I Eddie turns back and waves. I just try to motion him this way. Well, I have work to do, but I, I can come back. Actually, you know what? Uh, I got some things for you. Ah, there it is. Good man, good man. I love a man of his word. And then Eddie uh, gives three items. Yes. One is a carton of cigarettes. Ah, uh, yeah. The other is a ring. And the third one is a tome. <laughs> when he hands me the ring, I'm like, uh, we're, we're a little fast here. Um... Uh, uh, no, 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 that, that's <laughs> not what this is. Uh, I know, I was uh, messing with you, kid. It's the uh, ring of silent... Oh, oh, oh so- sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm... continue with your it's, description, it's... but... It's the ring of silent comprehension. That means and... nothing to me. What does that do? So, in uh, D&D terms, so with this ring, it has one charge that restores once per long rest. Uh, when you use that charge, instead of hearing the voices around you, you see everything in subtitles. And if a language is being spoken that the player does not know, that language is sub- er, translated in the subtitles. But while you're wearing this ring, you're deaf, so you have to roll a 1d10 if you decide to speak. And that decides the volume of your voice. One being inaudible, ten being a shout within 30 feet of you. And how long does it last? It lasts for three minutes. Okay. All right. So I got the cigarettes, um, the ring, and then what was the third one? The third one is a tome. And the tome is titled The Story of Protagonist Makiro. Oh, no. So in D&D terms, this is plot armor. And uh, I'll give you a full item description when I give you the item, but this item is a tome. When you open it, it just tells the story of whoever opened the tome from the moment they opened the tome. But you can use this item to save one dying creature. And to trigger that, you have to say your story isn't over yet. And once you use that charge, this item has no more uses, and it turns into the story of the creature that you saved from dying. And it is up to the DM to decide how they're saved from death and what side effects they have. So it can be used like... to save an NPC or one of you, but... That's pretty I mean... sick. <laughs> but it only gets one use. That's pretty I feel bad. like this is Gary. This is Gary saying one of you should have been a damn healer. <laughs> Um, and also, in-game, Nana is pretty sure that this is some kind of Inception stuff, so she's not sure any of her actions in this world have any repercussions. So, that's a thing. And with that, we're going to hop over to Ganja in the Hall of Heroes. Alright, so he uh, he's going to walk into this Hall of Heroes. So, from the outside, you notice that the Hall of Heroes is... Just a uh, recreation of the ominous-looking castle you saw in the center of the city when you were driving up. And uh, it's like once you walk in, you see various pictures of different battles. And it lets you know that this is a recreation of the castle from the hero's final battle. And along the way, you see 
mannequins that look like heroes, like the five hero bears you saw, but slightly off. Uh, I want you to roll a perception check for me. Sure, I will roll a perception with my plus five. Not that it matters, 12. Uh, It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much to see that there's a sign that says the Moriarty family does not have the rights to the likenesses of the heroes that saved this world, so this is just an approximation. So you notice that in all the pictures, none of the heroes really have faces. Uh, They're covered by cowls or masks or something else. They just look off. Uh, Is there anyone else in the Hall of Heroes? Uh, You see a few people in there. Uh, He's going to lean over to the youngest and most intimidatable-looking one and say, you know, the the teddy bear version, so much better. I don't know what this bullshit is, but it, it was better than teddy bear. Trust me when I say uh, this is uh, this is some bullshit. These guys, these mooks don't even fucking, they don't fucking look right. I don't, these guys couldn't so bullshit. I don't know what they Yeah, yeah, my, my dad just brought me here. Uh, th- this is boring. This is boring as hell. Like, 25 years ago? Why are we supposed to care about this? Who cares? You're gonna, you're gonna like be young forever, you know, and and then you're gonna die and leave a beautiful corpse or something. That's what you gotta do. The demon lord's back, and I'm gonna kick his ass. Hell yeah, the demon lord's wait, the demon lord's back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit, I forgot about. It. I yeah, forgot like about two that. years yeah. ago. No, oh, I'm gonna yeah. kick his ass. You know, no, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. You know, I've been trying this new therapy and everything. You know. Because you, you hear me and I kind of sound like an asshole. Because I am. Uh, but, uh, you know, you got to sometimes take a step back and you got to breathe and you got to be in the moment. Because you're not going to live forever. You might want to pour some money into a 401k or something. You know, something that'll that'll get you somewhere in life. Um, the, the kid points to a sword in a case being wielded by this badass looking knight. That's the purge. I'm going to sneak in one night, and I'm going to steal it, and I'm going to kill the demon lord. going to kick his ass. You think that's the real one? You think they'd really put the real one on display? Yeah. Come on. You you know what? I don't think that's the real thing. And he's going to walk over to it, uh, and he's going to uh, he's gonna try and, like, tap on it and see to see that's like a plastic sword or something. It's in a case. You know, if I could get in this, I'd show you how fake this thing is. Uh, let me see. Do I have anything? And he starts like moving his robot fingers around to see if uh, he has thieves tools, which I don't think I do. No, I don't. Darn. There is a guard like, oh. just shaking his head at you. Smash it. I'm not a strong robot man. I'm, a, I'm not a strong robot man. He's got those, he's got those early Jack's arms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, if if you haven't seen the new Mortal Kombat, let me uh, let me stop you guys from uh, doing that right now by saying don't. That's all I'm gonna say. This episode not brought to you by Mortal Kombat on HBO Max. Uh, he's gonna look at the guard and say, uh, "I'm just there's supposed to be a cat. I think I thought I saw a cat in here. I I, I thought I saw him going by." I wasn't hey, trying uh, to... Uh, uh, have you checked by the churro churro carts? I didn't know there was churros. I don't got no senses. What's the matter with you? You think that there's a 
I'm a robot, man. I oh, uh, I, I'm sorry. That that was that was racist that. of me. I, I, no, you know, no, I, please don't. Please, uh, the Moriarty family has a lot of money. Uh, that, that lawsuit's going straight to me. Please, please don't sue. All right, but just because I feel sorry for you, so you said there's there's a churro cut. Where's it at? Uh, churros, turkey legs. There, there's carts all over the place. I'm sure cats like free food. And while you're not paying attention, this child runs up and like smacks the glass case as hard as he can, and nothing happens. And he's surrounded by three guards. Hey, y'all, what are you thinking? Hey, you can't just be, hey, you can't be arresting him. He's a child. I'm going to kick the demon lord's ass. All right, he's a very rambunctious child, but he's still a child. You can't be arresting children. What's wrong with you? Who raised you? First, you're and, racist, and now you're arresting children? And one of the guards My pipes lawyers. up and says, Hey, hey has, has anyone seen this kid's parents? This kid's an orphan. Look at are, him. Are, are you his dad? Are, are you I'm the kid's dad? dad? What are you talking about? I'm a robot. Robots can't be dads. We don't got no peepees. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and the guard just leans in and just says, hey, hey, just just pretend to be his dad and just just get him the hell out of here. I'm kidding. I definitely got some peepee. <laughs> I'm a dad. Hey. <laughs> And we're going to cut back over to uh, Byron exiting the actual plate adventure. Uh, sure. Okay, so the, the ride is over. So the ride has come to a sudden stop and everything is light again. And you see people outside of the cart losing their fucking minds. Okay, uh, I'll like lean around and look at the, the guy who has become much larger. He... Uh, you... You look around, and the first thing you notice is he's missing his head. Like, he has no head. And he is also a Goliath now. Huh. It, okay, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't one before, but he went to the astral plane, and now he's one. Oh, okay. Um, and the halfling is freaking out. Like, look, look I, I, I thought it'd be cool. If I could get my friend on this ride, because there's a height requirement, and oh, oh no, oh, 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 God! You did this, Terry. Oh, Terry, Terry's dead. Terry, yeah, can't hear yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I, I, I lost concentration on spell. Oh, oh wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, I use reduce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And now he, then he's normal size now. Okay. Um. And. If we go find his head, can someone bring him back to life? Like, is that a thing that ha- that that happens here? And Thebes, uh, or sorry, Byron. No one else seems to see this figure other than you. A blonde, five foot, yeah, wearing a suit. You you know. Huh. Uh, I don't believe that's possible. He, wait, he can't he brought us back to life. They can't bring this guy back to life. Uh, I mean, maybe it all depends on where he ends up after I take him back. Oh, uh, okay. Well, do you need help finding his head or anything? I guess? No, 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 no. I'm just gonna end the halfling. It's like, hey, hey wh- wh- who are you talking to? Mm, F, I guess. Grim Reaper? I don't know. He's he's this guy I know. Um, 
yeah, I think your friend is big dead, like forever. Um, but I'm really sorry. And then Byron will just like pat him on the shoulder. Sorry, sorry for your loss. Uh, and then probably vomit a lot. And, and you would just hear this half like crying. Terry, <laughs> no. Oh, um, are we on the ground? Uh, like yeah, you're able to get out of the ride now. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive out of the ride and just start wandering through anywhere but here. And Eddie just says, "Well, nice to see you again, Byron. I'll see you in the actual plane. I mean, not because you die or anything, but you know." You, you might have to check in from time to time. You're really not good at uh, consoling people, Eddie. And I feel like that should be a part of your job. Eddie just shrugs and starts guiding this new soul <laughs> to the astral plane. <laughs> eh. All right. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm just gonna be wandering through the guts of this ride. Um, what is, what does it look like? Wait, you're just wandering through the inside of the ride. Like, are you walking on the tracks or? Um, yeah, probably just kind of wandering down the tracks, nursing a new case of PTSD. And just... while you're attempting to wander <laughs> through the track, you notice that like most of the tracks are suspended in midair in this cavern. Like, there's a lot going on there, and in the background, you hear Eddie just like, wait, wait, where, oh, God, there's no soul here. What do I do? What do you mean there's no soul here? How did, how did they not have a soul? <laughs> um, I mean, we're kind of just staying in line. Uh, Nana well, uh, has the three the of you are The three of you are at the front of the line now. Okay. Finally. All right, let's uh, let's go inside and do some reconnaissance on this cat. And Anne is still like spinning the shrimp on a string. I swear, you hit me in the head with that one time, and it'll be your last time. I'm very careful. <laughs> is she being careful though? <laughs> uh, no, no, she is not being careful. I ain't gonna warn you again. Your first time is also going to be your last time. You, you see it You'll just kind of smack against the head of, like, one of the people in front of you on the ride, and they, like, slap the back of their head, like, a fly landed on them or something. And she's twirling higher. All right, stop spinning that thing. I don't think the cat's going to, like, come in here and, like, look at that. Because you said it was kind of like we're on a boat on a track now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the cat's not about to come swimming for that, so just kind of, like, hold it above your head, but, like, still or something, so it just smells it. And she holds it up. Okay. Now just don't move. You don't want to scare the cat. And the boat starts moving. All right, now you just sit there real still. <laughs> and, like, as you, uh, start traveling through this water ride into the haunted estate, you see, like, the ghost of a Goliath freaking out, like, ah, I was just on the fucking actual plate adventure, bro, what happened? Nana's uh, just gonna kind of, like, stare at him, just, like, wondering if it's part of the thing. <laughs> what the hell? Are you part of the ride? <laughs> <laughs> ah, this place is kind of realistic, ain't it? 
These actors are really good. You see, like, more tormented ghosts, like, flying around, like, yeah, I was just on the Astral Plane Adventure 2. I wrote it, like, two weeks ago. What the hell? Wow, its effects are great for a haunted house. Yeah, it's kind of weird that they all died the same way, apparently. Yeah, the writing could could use some work, but the effects are great. Like, are they this trying to warn us effect. away? I, I, are you trying to, like, warn us away from, like, You're like your seven that... feet! Don't ride the Astral Plane Adventure! <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't get why they would just be like, oh, stay away from another one of my own attractions. You would you would think that the people that built this would be a little bit more like, oh, go do the thing, you know? Kind of weird. Kind of weird. Sarah, and like, Sarah, yeah. like, what's wrong with the... the I don't care. Anyways. <laughs> uh, do we see this cat? Because, like, Nana's mostly just yeah. there to enjoy time with Bennett, but also, I guess, looking for the cat. Bennett is mostly trying to enjoy this ride, but it's it's it seems like uh, it's kind of jumped the shark of what a haunted house should be, and he's not necessarily enjoying it anymore. Oh, like you hear Anne go, wait, wait, I have a catch. So Anne is holding the string, and there's an orange cat with one blue eye and one green eye attached to the string, and it just blinks out of existence. Where did it yeah. go? You had one job. Where, where'd the cat go? You had it. It's a blink cat. The fuck's a blink cat? Everything blinks. It's a fucking cat. Just catch it. What? Everyone doesn't know blink. I- I'm blinking at you right now. The fuck? Oh, uh, you're still in existence, aren't you? Yeah, and I'm blinking. You see? I'm blinking. Yeah, no, no. It blinks in and out of existence. It blinks into the ethereal plane, and then it moves somewhere else, and then it blinks black and <laughs> blinks back into the material plane. The best plane of existence. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> blinking at her. I'm still right here. It's busted. So, is there, a, is there a special way that you blink to get to another plane? How, how do you do it? Is it like... <laughs> Nana's trying to blink like her eyes, but like not at the same time. It looks just really dumb. See, this is why I left Magical Community College because there's people like you that don't understand how magic works. Yeah, obviously I don't get this. So it's there and then it ain't, right? Yeah. All right, then if it can do that, what is the point of returning this cat if it's just going to do the same thing and just. You know, because most people have collars for the cat. Well, this sounds like an irresponsible owner to not have a collar on the cat. Look, this is my shot at getting into a good magical university. (laughs) Well, you just blew it. The cat's gone. I thought one of you was going to grab the cat. Yeah, I wasn't. Probably would have blinked away, so that doesn't matter. I guess we got to befriend it or something. Yeah, well, most things when they blink, like, you know, all things do, they don't just disappear. And this is all starting to sound like you knew everything that we needed to get this cat, and you just assumed that we had all of it, and that because you had none of it. Yeah, are you over your bullshitting us? Keeping information? Uh, I, I assumed that you knew how to accomplish a basic quest, because I am not good at this. Okay, we was told, get the cat back. Nothing about this blinking stuff. 
What kind of cat? Is this some Cheshire cat bullshit, Alice in Wonderland? This ain't what I signed up for. It's not what I signed up for either. Nana lights another cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Nana's currently smoking two. (laughs) I I feel like she would have finished the other one by now. I don't know how long it takes to smoke a cigarette. Uh, Bennett's Bennett's gonna start. He he's gonna start like looking around for like any sign of like the cat in a new location nearby. And a little splash of water shoots up and just out Nana's cigarette. Ah, well that's some bullshit. I can't. What's the point of having a new body if I can't even smoke in it? I had to quit in the old one. Bullshit. And we're gonna hop back over to Ganja. Uh, All right, so what you're going to want, once you get enough gold and everything, you want to put it into a Roth IRA. Once you get, say, about a thousand gold and then everything, you want to diversify. Put it in the stocks, put it into the markets. You know, I hear this called crypto. You getting this? You, 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 you need to write this down and everything. Yeah, yeah. how is this supposed to help me beat the demon lord's ass? No, you don't. Okay, look. So once you have enough, like money, both hands, both hands, both, demon okay. lord ass beating. You can you once you have the money, then you can like be some rich lord or some shit like that. And then, and this is where it gets important. This is where the shit really kicks in. You hire people to it for you. And I then, hire adventurers to oh, beat yes, the demon lord ass them. for, and then and I take then, credit. And then you take. You get it! Oh, these kids are fucking genius. Oh, these oh kids my are God. going places. This oh. is all I needed to know. So, so I hired adventurers. They beat the Demon Lord's ass. I take credit. And I'm king of the world. You're king of the world. Or at least someplace on 15th Street. You got a 15th Street around here, right? This is killing my voice. Hold on. Uh, but you get it now. You understand. I'm proud of you. I might take you under my wing and everything. And then one day, we're going to rule the world. So, uh, which direction are you two heading while you're talking to this kid? Uh, We're headed toward the Churro because that's where uh, the guard had said that um, the Blink Cat should be. All right. So, as you're approaching the Churro Cart, you see uh, two humans about early to mid-20s. Identical faces. One is male, one's female. The female has red hair and her hair is up in two buns. Uh, still has some shoulder-length hair going down. Uh, and they're wearing identical jackets, except hers cuts off like at the rib cage. She has a shirt under it. And both their jackets have fur-lined collars. And the male has blue, slick back hair. And I'm going to drop a Approximate images of them in the end game. And the Mel says, Oh, so you're going to defeat the demon lord. Well, I, I'm sorry. Uh, that's actually our job. So that may be your job, but he's going to be the one that hires you once he starts learning out the. the oh, no, no. World of no, we, we already work for the kingdom of Oglethorpe. Our Captain Dorian. Captain Dorian. He sounds. He sounds like a real great guy. What's he paying? Like uh, like a whole lot of gold or something? Let's just say he got us out of a sticky situation. Oh, a sticky situation. The female said, like, we were experimented on from the age of three. 
Oh, that's not what I was thinking. I, I was thinking something a little dirty. That's what, that's all me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to turn over a new. All right, so you was experimented on. I get that. I get that. I don't actually. We don't do that to people where I'm from. <sighs> but uh. And you see the male taking three churros, and he casts mending on two points of the three churros, and makes them into a yard long churro, and starts eating it. Oh, oh, oh. All right, kid. Look, I know that I was talking up and every. But this guy right here, he's got the quick service food industry in the bag right here. Can make a killing on this. Three foot long churros. This Genius, is right? Insanity. I love it. I love it. What are we going to call this venture? And then you see a orange cat with one blue eye and one green eye blink into existence. Bite the churro and then blink out of existence and the churro's gone. The churro! Was that a cat? You saw that, right? That was a cat, right? The weird fucking cat. Looks like grandma the fucking thing. And you see a firebolt starting to form in this guy's hand. You don't like my grandma? All right, whatever. And his sister pats him on the shoulder and says, no, no let's... Like, we, we could buy another churro. Oh, he was mad about the churro. That makes no sense. He sighs and the two of them walk away. No way, hey, where you going? Hey, we was having a good conversation. We was gonna go into business, kid. We was gonna go into business. You see this? This is why you get things in right. Can't believe this. The sister turns around and says, Like, I don't think the two of you can afford us. That that I could afford. It was I I I had I had a company, you know, we did shady things, but we made money. I could afford I could I could have done it. I don't know if I can now. And the two of them continue walking off. You started with 50 gold. Okay. Hey, hold on. I could, I could maybe afford you. I got, like, uh, hold on. Uh, he's going to pull out, uh, like, a couple pieces. I got five gold. That's more than enough to, to line your pockets, right? And the two of them just start laughing. <sighs> That's all right. You drive a hard bargain. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'll, 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 put, I'll put in... Um, hold on, what do I got around here? Oh, yeah, this kid, that's free child labor right there. Half the cost of normal labor. <laughs> As a deal so, maker. like, did you miss the part where we said we were experimented on? Because child labor kind of isn't our thing. No, he could be like an unpaid intern. You uh, yeah, th here, that's right? just as bad. Taking away a child's free will? It wouldn't be free will. You, you Fucking like that. gross. We would like, you would, trust me, you get the experience. Child, your dad is a terrible person. You should probably leave him uh, seek emancipation as soon as possible. I'm waiting on this kid to say some shit. So, so like, I, I can't hire you two to beat the demon lord's ass for me? And they just keep walking. Look, I'm sorry I tried get to Get a new dad, honey! Sorry I tried to sell you and everything like that. But look, when they're not looking, go rob them or something like that. They probably got something that could break into that, uh, that, that case and everything. The, the, the skinny one in the red, it really looks like he could break in someplace. Probably got some skeleton keys or something. And we're going to hop back over to Deeb's in the Astral Plane Adventure. Hi. Uh, so Byron's still freaking out a little bit. Doing, doing some heavy breathing. Some, some sojourning through this ride. And... Over the intercom, you hear that the ride is still currently shut down. All right. Uh, like, where where am I able to walk 
it just up and down the track or is it like uh if you like, want to walk down the track i'm gonna need you to make a stealth check for me okay keep in mind this is a theme park ride and they're a theme park attendants oh okay sure. 10 Ten, uh, three people stop you. Hey, you, you probably, you shouldn't be down there anyway, but you don't want to see that. I just saw a guy be decapitated. This is his blood on my face. Yeah, that's because there's a height requirement. Hmm. You have to be under 6'5 to ride this ride, because there's steel yeah, beams in I, there that will deta- uh, decapitate you. Yeah, they sure did. They they just full on decapitated him all the way all the way off. Um. Anyway, um. Can I get out of here? Can I? Oh yeah, yeah. No, sure, sure. You can away from the gore and yeah, you can just leave. Uh, why why don't you try a little baby bitch ride? Like I I don't know, knife here rapids. Hate it here. Y'all are the worst. Um. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Uh. And yeah. Gonna head for the exit because that's that was pretty mean of them. All right, so uh, upon exiting, you see Ganja has adopted a small child. I don't think I want any part of that. Um... <laughs> oh, hey, it's that um, card guy. Hey, hey, look at this kid. He likes cards. You like cards, right, kid? I'm interested in becoming a king. He wants to become a king. You know, he's going to put some good deals together and everything. Rule over all of uh, this this amusement park, probably. Yeah. Buy low, sell high. Buy low, sell high. This kid Ride get, this rocket to the fucking moon. To the fucking moon. I hate you both. <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will give I you, you a so fistful much. of Doge, Doge coins. To never sh- talk to me again. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I am going to become as wealthy as the Moriarty family. Maybe even wealthier than fucking uh, Fitzgerald. Fuck that guy. Like, how rich are they? They own the park. Uh, they, uh, they own uh, Moriarty Medical. Moriarty Mechanical. And Moriarty Market. That's a lot of things with their name on it. Second wealthiest family in the country. Or, I say country, but probably the world. Hmm. They probably invested really young. That's how you start and you build up when you invest young. Uh, Ganja, are you and uh, Byron still together? Um, yes. Child still with us? I'm going to try to avoid that child. And Byron is uh, Value City still with you? Value City is always with me. Uh, a sure, cat blinks into existence on your shoulder and tries to take a swipe at Value City. Oh shit! Is this an actual attack roll? Uh, no, it's not really an attack roll. It's an orange cat, one blue eye, one green eye. Can I? Can I have Value City attack it? I mean, you can go for it, I guess. But before you go for this attack, the cat makes eye contact with you, and an image forms in your mind. It's a four-part image. Like, think of it as a square. The top left square is that cat making a frowny face. The square next to it, top right, 
is uncooked shrimp. The bottom left square is the cat making a smiling face. And the bottom right square is fresh chicken tenders. Oh, oh okay. So you you want to eat Value City, cat. Is that right? The image reforms itself in your mind. And instead of the uncooked shrimp in the top right, now it's Value City. And the image mm-hmm. below that is uh, still chicken tenders. Oh, okay. You don't want Value City chicken tenders. You want chicken chicken tenders. Okay. Do you know where they have chicken tenders? And I don't. I don't. Another image beams itself into your mind. And uh-huh. it's a highway, like a medieval highway. And there's a road sign that like, shows straight ahead is regular food carts. And uh, the exit, which a cart is just wildly spinning off onto, is the Quivering Tindy. Oh, God, it never gets any here. easier to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't eat anything in that event. So can I roll to see if maybe I have some Tendies, like, stored in one of my robot arm pockets or something? Uh, you were all given Lunchy Boys. I, I tried to order chicken. I tried. You had meal vouchers for Lunchy Boy, which is just charcuterie. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, Cat. Okay, so I don't know where the quivering kidney is, but if you can lead me there, I can barter some, some quivering kidneys for you. Does that sound like a deal? An image appears in your mind, and it's the cat, like, Pointing two fingers each to the side of its own head, and there's text at the bottom that says, Let's go! <laughs> no! Let's go. No! Give him a. No. So, the format head. with which this cat is speaking to you and is very familiar to you. Uh, it's memes. It's a meme cat. It's memes. I speak meme. Alright. Um. I'm gonna. Uh, I will think about the the swiggity swooty for that booty meme, but um, it like MS Paint scratch out booty and um, write in tendies and then start walking. And the cat starts leading you to the quivering tendy. Solid, love it here. So um, you arrive at the quivering tendy slash guild hall with this cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and Ganja, you see a familiar uh, elven woman come back in a fur coat. Uh, this world's equivalent of Gucci sunglasses and a Gucci belt. Oh, dang, she's wearing that goopy. Nice. The, do, do y'all have any shifts available? I, I spent all that gold I got. I, I know what I said two weeks off, but uh, yeah, I, I already spent the gold. I'm sorry about the whole kiss my ass comment. Uh, he's uh, going to come over to her and says, look, you know, you had the money and you did good and everything. But you know what really would have done it? Hey, kid, kid, come here. Why don't, why don't you tell her what I was telling you? What do you got to do when you get the money? I want to say that Ganja and uh, Bennett ran into the two of you on the way to the Quivering Tindy with the cat. I'm marching up. To the to the counter and ordering two orders of tendies, freshest tendies, please. Oh, uh, okay. That I I, I mean, do, do y'all want to sit at my table or y'all just ordering to go? 
Look, look, I, I spent all my gold. Um, I guess to go? I don't know. Do you want to sit down, cat? And the cat just sends another meme directly into your bl- brain. I, I don't have a meme for this, but it, it's basically just saying, nah. All right, no, we're going to get it to go. We got places to beat me in, the, in this meme cat. All right, that'll be two silver. Okay, I give her because I'm a generous tipper. Well, well, that that's sweet of you. No, no, no problem. It's fun. And you you just notice her like looking at her coworkers, frowning. They not like, just, just shaking her head like uh, that's a, that's not a generous tip. Wow, fifty percent. Fuck you. Well, she thinks it's not generous. This is bullshit. What is this? What is this tipping culture? Like, I, I am the star of the show around here, and mm-hmm. I may be a little drunk right now. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen this show. Uh, I is called the Quiver and Tendy, and oh. I, I'm Tiffany. Oh, T- Tiffany from the Quivering Tendy. Uh, have y'all considered calling it anything else other than that? And like one of the uh, one of the other waitresses just kind of looks at you and whispers, "Her her name's not really Tiffany. She she's an elf. Uh, she's using her human name." Oh, what is your what is your elf name? I try my best to 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 call people you know what what their parents name them. They you know their original name. Well, uh, Tiffany's already like blacking out. Why is she blacking out? Is she that drunk? <laughs> Yes. Just trying to move beyond Tiffany here, you know. <laughs> no, no. I'm really invested in <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany's story arc now, Gary. What's her name? Is she gonna Tiffany be okay? will return and <laughs> grits and grits. <laughs> the city that never sleeps. I don't fucking know. Okay. Oh, do I have my tendies? Yeah, you got your tendies. Uh, let's, let's mosey. Uh, your quest was to find this cat. And the mm-hmm. guild hall is also the quivering tendy. Where you'll meet mm-hmm. Nick, the black tabaxi missing one eye and has a little nub tail. I was summoning my familiar. I I don't remember any of that, so I will probably they walk. probably the rest of the party may have filled you in on this before. <laughs> okay, I was gonna try to leave just to make it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would assume Bennett, Nana, and Anne came across you on the way here, and you're all at the guild counter now. I'm going to be holding a tindy in each hand, and me and the cat are just kind of like simultaneously nibbling on that tindy. So we're all back there now? Yeah, you're all back there. Just uh, put a nice bow on everything. <laughs> Nana's going to look at the cat and look at Anne and see, say, look, we're all here blinking, and the cat's still here, so what do you got to say for yourself? <laughs> And, <laughs> and uh, the cat, like, imposes a message, or imposes an image into your brain, Anna. And it's just, like, a cool blink cat image. Like, uh, I don't know, like, some crazy blink cat meme that you don't <laughs> understand because you're old. Is is a little tiny blink cat with a little green froggy hat? Yeah, it, it's millennial humor that I, I don't think Nana understands. Nana likes to pretend she understands. He's cool. When Ganja hears that's a meme cat, he goes, "Oh, meme cat. What about uh, stonks? One thing about stonks." Oh, 
I told I told you and that kid, don't ever, don't, don't. We'll give you, I'm, the offer's still on the table. I'll give you a fistful of Dogecoins to never talk to me again. And Ganja, <laughs> an image of the cat's face on a guy wearing a suit, and then a chart that just says profit appears in your head. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> There's like a really, really, really long pause of Nana thinking before she sends back an image in her mind to the cat, and it's just the diabetes cat. <laughs> That's all she knows. <laughs> and like another image appears in your brain, and it's the cat basically telling you that it, it can understand your speech. You you don't have to try to think of an image. Nana's like, no, no, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm hip. I'm cool. And. Uh, yeah, the cat just beams back an image of it making the fuckboy face saying, nice. All right, I lied. I ain't got no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> so Anne's like, hey, uh, now that we've finished this quest, we can all take the one-week crash adventuring course to become true members of the Adventurer's Guild. Yeah, I guess we ain't got much of a choice at this point, do we? Yeah, I hear this week's uh, teachers are... From the, they're they're, uh, big around here. Uh, Royal Knights or something like that. And we cut to, one day later, everyone, including Jenkins, is present in the classroom. You're all sitting in your desk, which seemed to be made for children because apparently the <laughs> Adventurers Guild <laughs> crash course and test was created for teenagers and children and not adults. <laughs> and on the desk, you see a three-foot-long churro. Hmm. <laughs> Nana at seven-foot-four is just sitting behind her desk with the chair, like, almost in her lap. <laughs> her, like, legs wrapped around the desk. Yeah. She's just sitting, like, cross-legged on the ground. Are they, like, the attached chairs, or are they separate chairs? They're separate chairs. Okay, yeah, she's just completely given up on the idea of a chair, and is just sitting on the ground, like, <laughs> very uncomfortable. And the door opens, and your two teachers slash proctors for the week step into the classroom. One with blue hair, one with red hair. And Ganja, you hear a familiar voice say, Like, we're here from the country of Oglethorpe to teach you how to be true adventurers. Uh, Nana's gonna ask, uh, So, where's the, like, disability office? Because, like, I'm gonna need some accommodations for my height. That's uh, is supposed to be for the younger adventurers. Um, and... I will have you know that uh, I'm a lawyer. So I'm going to need a bigger table. Show me your papers. <laughs> like, well, let's see those papers. papers. I mean, papers. nobody carries the actual papers along with them. Where's your database? You, you, you don't, like, have a seal or anything? No, I ain't got a seal. Do I look like I got a seal? Just look me up in your database. I have been a practicing lawyer for longer than you've been alive. And... the. The brother is already, like, going to town on this three-foot-long churro, not even paying attention to any of you. Look, all I want is a table and chair that ain't tiny. It's fine for other people. I ain't got no problem with that. I just don't want to look stupid sitting on the floor here. It's kind of ridiculous. It's a reasonable request. Like, maybe we could transfer you to night school, but 
uh, you're already in. Good luck, and that's where we'll end. Boy, howdy, that sure was a dozy of an episode, wasn't it, kids? But what will happen to our heroes next? Will Nana ever find that winning lottery ticket she lost? Will Ganja and Bennett realize they're meant for each other? Will Jenkins's balls ever drop? Find out the answers to none of these questions and more next time on Crits and Grits, new IP.